your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, would you prefer to live in an area with large footpaths and space for cyclists, but cars can only go one way? Or would you rather have a two-way street, but with less cycling and walking space? Uh, this has been the decision faced by those living in the Belfield and Farren Shown areas of Limerick recently. And Fianna Fáil TD Willie O'Dea and Councillor Kieran O'Hanlon have been leading the push against the formation of a one-way system in those areas. And uh, they've been successful in that campaign. And Councillor Kieran O'Hanlon is with me in the studio now to explain. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners. So what was the proposal for the Belfield and Farren Shown area? What might we have seen and and then what was the reaction locally? Yeah, just to correct you slightly there, Joe, I I, I like taking credit for things uh, a lot, as you know, our politicians do. However, this campaign was actually led by local residents with support from Willie Adair and myself. But basically, I, I suppose to explain to your listeners, the area like concerned uh, affects Farron, Sean, Belfield, Glenview Gardens and Stenson Park. It's surrounded by the Ennis Road, Shelburne Road and the High Road in Tomingate. But um, <coughs> there some time back uh, it, it was noted that this uh, study would be carried out and uh, the wording even alone like, uh, is, is somewhat unusual. Belfield Garden Filter Permeability Trial now, it's a mouthful for people. But basically, <clears throat> uh, it was discussed at an area meeting of councillors and it would have meant a one-way system uh, down by Belfield Gardens. But with wider footpath and wider, more space for cycling. Correct, yes. Now, it was a trial, and I, I want to emphasise that, a proposed trial. But there was concerns among uh, you know, hundreds of residents about this. But, you know, there's slight history... Well, can I just ask now, yes. I mean, the critics of the fact that the trial has been pulled have been saying, but it was only a trial, why not see how it went? Because there was suspicion among hundreds of residents, you know, in in areas uh, that would be affected, like Farron, Sean, uh, Glenview Gardens, Stenson Park, that their uh, route to the city centre would be permanently blocked off. And that was the concern. And if it were one way for cars, where would they have had to go? Uh, well, I suppose people coming uh, coming in then from the Tomingate side, uh, we'll say the Tomingate Park side even, would have to go down uh, by the Strand or else go into Shelburne Road. So the, the, uh, it would have caused mayhem as far as I was concerned with, with traffic in the area. And how many local signatures uh, against this were collected? Well, last Saturday morning, in response to uh, phone calls and emails that Willie O'Dea and myself got last Saturday week, we went around uh, the area and sought the views of the people. And we went along, uh, I suppose, to Farron Shonder, and we didn't get one person who was in favour of this. And that's uh, absolutely truthful, I can tell you that. But where is this suggestion that there were 600 signatures from people in the area? Oh, yeah, well, you know, Willie O'Dea and myself were collecting some signatures, but it was mostly the residents themselves were actually going around. And, you know, I want to pay a tribute to the residents here because 
you know, it was people power actually to stop this again. You know, it, it, it was very upsetting for many residents. And who decided that the trial would not go ahead ultimately? <clears throat> well, basically, a meeting was held uh, last Friday uh, and I proposed at that meeting, it was councils with officials, and I proposed that this study would be put on hold until there was proper consultation with the residents. Proper now, I mean. And, uh, but the consensus there was that it would be we would wait until the final numbers were in last Monday so it was the officials then decided uh, due, due to the vast volume of concerns and objections to this that there was actually no point in going ahead with this at this point in time So it's totally shelved? No it is not totally shelved because a lot of people in the area are in favour of cycling actually probably most people in the area are happy with cycling but you know, a proper solution has to be held, and I don't see that solution as being stopping cars uh, or just allowing cars one way down that. But isn't there an inevitable trade-off here? And, you know, you think of other places that this has happened around the city in more recent times where cycle lanes have been put in place, for example, and, and yes, that does squeeze traffic a little, and I think most fair-minded observers would say it probably slows the flow of traffic to some extent. On top of that, we seem to have more cars on the road than we did before the pandemic now. I mean, the traffic is very, very taxing morning and evening now. And and also, it seems that our rush hour is no longer an hour. Maybe it's two hours, which wasn't the case pre-pandemic either. But at the same time, it's a balance. And cycling is important. And, you know, walking is important too. Yeah. Well, by the way, there is no speeding issue, I can assure you. Slowing down traffic is not an issue on Belfield Gardens if you ever go across that way. Uh, however, uh, yes, there has to be a balance, but there has to be consideration for the residents living in the area. And I am all in favour of cycling. I was down in Shannon Rowing Club there as Deputy Mayor earlier on this week with transition year students from Crescent College. And I was encouraging them to cycle and I spoke about cycle safety and everything that. And there's a great, you know, there's a great, a great program going for, for those students there. I think we're all in favour of cycling. I, I, I cycle myself, Joe, even though I'm not a young fellow anymore, but I still cycle. And, uh, but, you know, there has to be a balance, fine, but there has to be consultation with the people. You know, what happened here was officials gave a presentation to six of the seven councillors at a meeting. I was not at that meeting. Uh, unfortunately, my, my brother was sick at the time and uh, passed away subsequently. And so I, I missed the meeting. However, uh, you know, and by the way, these meetings are held in private. And I do have a serious problem with these area meetings because... <clears throat> You're part of the press, Joe, there, and I, I believe the press should be in at all meetings. And, you know, it would have been better off for the councillors as well and the residents if, if so they were. So, as a consequence of their meetings not being in public, these decisions can come as a bit of a surprise, you're saying, to residents. They can, and I, I, I want to be fair to my fellow six councillors mm. in City North. It wasn't a vote taken or anything. It, it was a presentation right, made a, to them. a briefing. And, but, um, but I suppose part of the argument of electing councillors in the first place is that you represent us, the people, and <coughs> that that's why you're briefed on these things. 
Absolutely, Joe. But as I've said to many uh, younger councillors myself, we're there as councillors to re- represent the views of the people, not our own personal views. Yeah. And uh, so we're there as 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 councillors to represent the views of the people, and it is important right. that before any decision is made, we consult with the people. Okay. Uh, well, look, uh, um, Connor Buckley has called in, and he's with the Limerick Cycling Campaign. Good morning to you, Connor. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Good. So what are your thoughts about what Councillor O'Hanlon has had to say? Uh, I haven't heard it all, so I, I, I just uh, tuned in towards the end of it there, and I'd agree with some of the points... Where were you, Connor? Making. Where were you? Everyone listens to Limerick today. What's this about? Go on anyway, carry on. Um, uh, so, yeah, I just heard the end of what Kieran was saying there, and listen, I'd agree with some of the points Kieran's making. It's really important that we do consult with residents and people live there. I actually live in the area myself. So, um, you know, I've I, I watched the discussions and there's a lot of misinformation or there's a lack of information. I guess it's a vacuum of information. So it's really important that the council do engage with people in a very meaningful and clear way and explain what they're happening. Because a lot of the discussion uh, last week was about Belfield Gardens. But really, there's a much bigger project at play here. It's the Tooth to City Centre cycle lane, which, you know, was announced by Noel Dempsey back in 2007, 2008 as part of a get people cycling to university, get people cycling to schools. So this is Fianna Fáil policy from the start. Uh, it parked for a few years during the recession. This has been in play for seven years now and designed for Limerick. It was announced as the Tusa City Centre cycle lane. It stopped 1.5 kilometres short of the city. So, you know, we've, if we know anything from how cycling infrastructure has been delivered in Limerick, it's really important that we connect places of work, places of education to where people live. So stopping a cycle lane 1.5 kilometres short of the city just isn't good enough. So on the based on that consultation, um, it was recommended that they try a trial in Belfield Gardens. And I would share the reservations that, that maybe the residents weren't engaged enough about what this means. But it's not a Belfield Garden scheme. It's a scheme that's going to serve the whole side of the north side of the city. It's going to connect the regeneration areas to the city. This is part of the last development plan. It's also hard baked into the next development plan in order that we meet our climate goals. So it's serving multiple primary schools, it's serving secondary schools, it's serving Tome and Park, and it's serving Tooth. So the discussion last week was extremely narrow, and, you know, we really need political leadership, so we're painting this bigger picture of how we get around the city. Every road from the bridge of uh, the Strand Hotel, let's say, out of the north side of the city prioritises cars over every other mode of transport. What they were trying to do in Belfield Gardens is create a sustainable travel corridor so we can serve all the citizens, Cahir Davin, Moy Ross, all the way down into the city centre with a safe, sustainable corridor right. route. Oh, OK, I, okay. I, I want to... You stay with me, please, uh, and also Councillor Kieran O'Hanlon. I'm going to give him a chance to directly respond to the point that you've made there, but I need to take a short break before I no, do that. Problem. WhatsApp Limerick Today now on 086-123-9595. The greatest hits and the best of Irish. We got nothing Sunday mornings from 9am. With Parkway Shopping Centre, the heart of shopping in Limerick. Wetsuit on and underwater by air. Aprons on, breakfast orders in, conversation flowing, loving every second. Every day is different. There's always new faces. It really suits me. It fits my schedule. I can see friends, do my yoga, balance work with life and enjoy both. My career in tourism works for me. And mine works for me. Get a career in tourism that works for you. Visit tourismcareers.ie. 
Brought to you by Folger Ireland. Dunstores Double Savers gives you new ways to shrink your bill. Save in the aisles on fresh Dunstores ingredients for flavoursome tandoori fish bites with yogurt sauce. That's hake fillets, aromatic tandoori paste, fragrant coriander, and light low-fat natural yogurt, all for just six euro nine cent. Then save again at the till with our five of twenty-five grocery vouchers. Shrink your bill with Double Savers. Dunstores always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Voucher can be used on next in-store grocery shop of €25 or more. Looking and feeling healthy starts from the inside out. While you get on with life, let Well Woman from Vitabiotics work away in the background. Scientifically developed to help you be at your best throughout the day. With vitamins B6, B12 and iron, helping to reduce tiredness and fatigue. Well Woman, available from pharmacies and health food stores, in-store and online. And the number one call. The best football league in the world is right here. Comes up to Sport. Join me, Trevor Welsh, exclusively online at live95.ie. I'm a winner, want the gold, not the silver, oh, Saturdays, I bring you live commentary from the biggest games. We'll go behind the scenes to get the best pre-match analysis, and we'll have our own exclusive interviews. Number one, come. Energy. The Premier League Live with Harvey Norman, your home of the big screen. Energy. Listen every Saturday, exclusively online at live95.ie, or download the Live95 app. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, Councillor Kieran O'Hanlon is with me in the studio and Conor Buckley, the chair of Limerick Cycling, is on the line and we are talking about the uh, shelving of these plans uh, for Belfield and Farron Shone and uh, the council or the active travel team uh, told the Limerick leader that they had been monitoring submissions and based on the number received by the close of consultation, the trial in question will not now proceed on the 1st of November. All submissions will now be reviewed and a recommendation will be prepared on any future trial uh, proposals and then I mean people online some interesting thoughts Uh, for example uh, one person said people with cars aren't considered important Uh, building bus and cycle lanes leaves motorists sitting in traffic because if they get sick of it they will get a bus no consideration for those that for some car is the only option Uh, but another um, contributor said well what if you look at it from a different angle I, I cycle that's one fewer car in the traffic ahead of you if you get more people on bikes because it's safer then you take X, Y number of cars off the road and that makes the road less congested for motorists with cars as the only option um, and lots of other thoughts um, along those lines uh, too. Um, so Councillor I mean what Conor yeah. Buckley was saying there was this is part of a much bigger picture and that the people of Belfield and, and Farron Shone and indeed maybe you yourself need to look at it in that context. Oh, and, and that's why we are consulting with the people. And by the way, I never saw it in any Finnefile manifesto that Belfield would become a one-way system. Uh, and uh, But I think we're in, in agreement with, you know, the cycling representatives because uh, we can hopefully find a solution together on this. There's, there's a great guy out there, Michael Yonker. I've only uh, met him recently. But he wrote to the councillors, and very briefly, he said three broad views appear to have emerged from this uh, uh, issue that has arisen out there. So the toast to city, uh, to the city route running through my neighbourhood and serving the larger city must allow for cycling amenity of a high urban standard. Two, 
the right of all local residents to live on a safe, cyclable and walkable residential road is unquestionable. And finally, the most important thing from the resident's point of view out there, existing motorised accessibility for local residents cannot be remo- removed. So we're, we're going to have to sit down together. Mm. But, but what about Connor's point that you know, stopping a cycle lane one and a half kilometres from the city centre that's supposed to go to the city centre doesn't make sense? And he's also saying that there are plenty of bridges over the Shannon that cars can bomb over. Yeah, look... Uh, when I was mayor there six years ago, there was a proposal which JP was willing to fund at the time for uh, a pedestrian bridge across the River Shannon. And I hope uh, you mean McManus now rather than poor old JP Dillon who comes on after me, he gets some shock. <laughs> well, you may be giving him a pay increase. Uh, uh, but uh, JP McManus uh, was uh, more than happy to fund a bridge that time. And unfortunately, some of people who, who know a lot better than I do objected to it before they even saw what type of a bridge we were going to have. Mm. So JP, I think, diverted the funding uh, elsewhere. Mm. However... Why can't why can't we build a pedestrian bridge and a cycle bridge over the Shannon? Okay, well, 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 well that's Connor Buckley. That sure, sure, you can you can get yeah. a, a pedestrian and cycling bridge there, Connor. You might have to wait a while oh, for a bit. No, no, listen. There, there's already been funding drawn down to do a feasibility study on that. I think it was two hundred grand last year to do a feasibility study on that. So that's something that's in play. But it's a fifteen-year project. Realistically, it's a wide river. It's a serious engineering project. I'd love to see it absolutely, but it's a ten to fifteen-year project. At the moment, we've got the lowest. Um, percentage of people cycling in the country in every city, Cork, Galway, Dublin are all doing way better than us. No, they empty set that level or that target of 10% of people cycling. That was considered... I know, but Kieran O'Hanlon says that Belfield wasn't mentioned in the Fianna Fáil manifesto. No, no, no manifesto goes down into that granular detail. It's set targets and then the design happens after that. Listen, Kieran mentioning uh, Michael Yonker's letter there, I, I fully agree with Michael Yonker's letter. I shared it with all the cycling people in the community. They all fully agreed as well. Michael's an architect that lives there in Farron Sean and he came with a really good plan. And that's the sort of leadership and pushing that we need to see happen. We shouldn't be shelving projects like this. There's okay. 360 million euros, a million euros and, a day. And do, do you, do you, see, miss out we don't do you see any situation, Connor, where you know this could um, be uh, rescued and the, the trial could happen or you know have 600 signatures um, done for it, Absolutely. basically? Absolutely. I, I went up to Kieran's meeting there two Saturday ago uh, outside Willie's office and I spoke to loads of the residents. And, you know, they're very concerned and that, that's, that's absolutely reasonable. But what I did notice is what they're looking for is less traffic coming through their community. And that's exactly what uh, the permeability scheme aims to deliver. So how the permeability scheme, I guess, has been questioned, but the desired outcome from that filtered permeability scheme is in question. Everyone wants the same result. Okay. And that's a really good place well, to start from. Right. So well, I think redrawing where the permeability happens and how it works right. is really important. Okay, well, well, what, what, what we will do, uh, Conor Buckley, thank you very much uh, for, for joining us. We'll pick up on this again with you and, and with Constantine O'Hanlon as well and see can something be done that satisfies more people, I suppose, uh, over the next couple of months. But uh, thank you as well to Constable okay. Kieran O'Hanlon for uh, joining us this morning. Th- thanks for allowing me the opportunity to, to represent the people in the area. Thank you. You're welcome. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.